0: to Detroit, strange. It's us in our podcast, and this is it. It's ours. Yep. Yeah. We're here. We're here. We're doing <laughs> the thing, and we're here for you.
1: Why is it so awkward to start? I think because I don't want to say the same thing every time for some reason.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think we should come up with an opener because, like, my favorite podcast—they have like a set opener. Where they change the last line of it every time.
1: Hmm. Maybe we should come up with something that people can suggest the last line, or like send us yeah something in or something.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm like. If you have ideas for our opener, let us know. I like always love how like the mm, web series opens their shows like, "Hi, I'm a hot toe, Alex Soriano," or like mm-hmm. they would just say like random things. I think my favorite one is like I like tried to come up with my own, and I was like, "Hi, an unlicensed fortune teller reading tarot cards at the back of a Ford Fiesta, <laughs> Alex." <laughs> Ooh, my most recent one. Hi, I'm a drag queen who likes to spell, and I'm also from England, <laughs> spelling Mirren. Oh cute. That's super cute. I like it. Hi, I'm a drag queen who only lip syncs to moody teen songs. Billy Eyelash. <laughs> Eyelash. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I love pun names.
1: I mean, I love puns. So I'm super into that. Yeah. Uh, so how are you?
0: I'm pretty good. How are you?
1: I'm pretty good. Um, you know, it's the weekend. That's yes. nice. I'm a little behind in everything I want to do because I want to, you know, set up the house and stuff and like all that, but I'm behind for a good reason. Um yesterday morning I visited my cousin's new baby in the hospital. Oh. Yeah. They had a baby and he was
0: fragile and little. As babies tend to be.
1: Yeah. He I mean, he is actually a cute baby cuz like honestly new babies are usually pretty like not cute cuz they're
0: like a reason.
1: Yeah. And he kind of looked like the Gerber baby a little bit.
0: Famous baby.
1: Famous baby. <laughs> yes.
0: It's funny. I was actually talking to producer Patty about babies yesterday. Uh-huh. And she was like, if a baby's not cute and you don't want to say anything, you just say the baby's precious because every baby's precious.
1: That's accurate. That's a good advice. That's a Although now we have just given her secrets, so. And she,
0: she'll be <laughs> fine.
1: Um. Yeah, but no, but I was like pleasantly surprised that it wasn't actually, because like, I mean, it was precious and cute. I mean, it.
0: Either way, I'm not going to care about your baby.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I care about, there's like a handful of babies I care about. Um, But basically, it has to be a related baby or like a really close, like to the point where it's related. You know what I mean? Like a close friend can be like family, basically, kind of a situation. So I was actually happy to see this baby, although I did end up holding him for a very long time. uh, And that was terrifying.
0: Uh, I don't, I, 100% agree with you. like for me, any amount of time holding a baby is too long for me. Cause I just like, I don't like it. I always feel like I'm doing something wrong. And I just like, I don't want to mess up your kid. You don't want your kid yeah, messed up. No, don't, I was don't terrified. Kid.
1: Like he has no neck muscles and his head isn't fully hard. Yeah. Like that's terrifying to me. Um, I don't want to do anything.
0: Like, dumb until your baby can be dropped from like a sitting position. Like, don't (laughs) hand me your baby because I don't trust myself. Uh, Same. I was also not. I'm sorry
1: that that made you tired.
0: I saw that yawn. (laughs) Sorry. I I'm not even lying. I'm just just teasing you. No, I was just like, I was going to say I didn't get much, but I did get a bunch of sleep last night. I got like eight or nine hours. Sometimes that
1: makes me more tired, especially like if I haven't been getting the proper amount of sleep, then like.
0: Yeah. I get more tired when
1: I'm close to the right amount.
0: I didn't sleep enough the night before because like we were hanging out Friday night and like Mm -hmm. I after you guys left, I wouldn't play video games. Okay, so I stayed up real late. Then like, shit, I have to be somewhere at 10 a.m. tomorrow Mm -hmm. and then like had to wake up and do that.
1: I get that. Actually, I went to bed early last night because I also did not go to bed early on Friday night because I went home and watched. Um more flavor of love uh because you got me, me and patty finished that. season
0: two yesterday i'm one we... episode away
1: from finishing it i was at the same point when you you texted a group of us and said the thing the uh quiz about who said um i never oh, make this yeah.
0: or uh, i don't apologize because i never make mistakes yes, i
1: just watched that episode it's new york by the way for the or yes. tiffany pollard for those of you who yes. need to know more information um So I've been in that rabbit hole. So I was like catching up. I've got like, I think one or two episodes left. So I was watching it last night, but it was funny because my roommate came home. It was like 1030 and I had already like laid down in bed. And I was, of course, watching Flavor of Love hanging out with myself. And she texted me and she was like, hey, just so you know, like I have a a gentleman friend coming over. And I was like, oh, yay, that's fine. And then so she texted me back and she's like, do you have somebody over? And I started laughing really hard and texted her back. No, the man you hear is flavor flav. And then I just flavor heard her, love. I just heard her start cracking up like on the other side of the apartment. Yeah. So I clearly had to go out there I was like that's the man in my life right now, apparently. So
0: there's uh, that. Trash. <laughs> he is garbage. Oh
1: my gosh. But
0: it's such- He seems like he's a nice person, but also garbage.
1: I know he's like, honestly, I don't think that show could get away with a lot of the things now that oh, it was getting away with of. because he's like, seriously, he's always talking about like their physicality.
0: He calls them bodies. He's like three more clocks, but four more bodies left. Uh-huh. I'm like, bitch. And he's always grabbing their asses. It, it's just like a gross show. It's,
1: it's super gross. But I mean, like. You, can't, Most it's, of you them, can't stop watching. No. it's Well, it's, a, it's like a train wreck, a car wreck. Like You you can't look away. You're I like, think the show happening? is the reason
0: why they had to start doing psyche vows for... Probably. And also, like, I think Buck Wilde was my favorite character this season because uh-huh. um, I have two theories about her. That She's either the cash me outside girl back from the future uh-huh. to lose flavor of love. Yes. Or the second one is that it's the Rachel Dolezal origin story. <laughs> because like i think both fit uh-huh, and then also uh-huh. i just love like how she leaves because she's just like i mean i'm gonna say spoilers but honestly if you haven't watched it you've had like 15 years i don't know what you're doing <laughs> but like so new york comes back in the house she's like that girl's crazy i don't know what she's gonna do i can't go back to jail kind of thing like uh-huh. i just paid thirty thousand dollars to get on like get on probation or whatever uh-huh. and i'm like damn buck wild had gone buck wild somewhere <laughs>
1: It's it's such an entertaining show, though. It is. I watched There's a, a third um,
0: season. Did you know there's a third season? I did know that. It's I, not can't remember, Hulu.
1: I can't remember if I've seen it or not, because I feel like it came later. Like, I think there was like a break and then it came or something.
0: Maybe he found love with uh, what's her face for like a little bit. And she realized he's bullshit. New York. No, New York. Oh, I want to spoil it for you. Oh,
1: I know. No, I've seen it. OK, I know who wins.
0: It's not New York.
1: No, I know who wins. It's the other one. It gets down to Delicious. New York. and Yes. I know. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've also been watching like, where are they now? Catch up things Ooh. on YouTube. I only watched it for season one. Um, did you know Hoop stated Shaq?
0: No, but I like that for her.
1: Yeah, who and there's the most ridiculous Goldie wouldn't ever stand seen. up, which
0: I love that for her.
1: Yeah, she did, and actually, like, did it for like, or still does it, I think. And, Good well, for her. Yeah, because this video was made this year, so and it said that she was. Still she doing was it.
0: the. She was, I think, my favorite character mm-hmm. of season one. Hot- or the character, I mean, like, contestant.
1: Hattie made a cookbook because oh. the chicken thing, she was actually playing a character and just trying to, like, she's admitted like she was trying to play a character and just be ridiculous. She also was married. While well, um, she was on the show? They couldn't figure out if she was married on the show for sure, but she's married and her and her husband have a child who is definitely older than how long the show was on um, ago. Dang. So they think that, like, probably she was married and just, you know, that was the character. Well, yeah. Yeah. But she's done a couple other like reality shows. I want to say like, yeah, something reality based or something like that.
0: Yeah. Cause they talked about in the show.
1: What's her face too? the other one who was on blind date. Uh, oh, pumpkin. Pumpkin. She's definitely done more reality since then. Hoops had a reality show with her sisters too. It was like her oh. and her four sisters or something on. Again, oxygen or something like that.
0: That writer's strike had, like, rippling effects on the <laughs> TV did. industry. It really
1: did. It really did. But, yeah, it was interesting. I mean, like, almost every single one of them has done something industry related.
0: Yeah. Well, Tiffany got her own spinoff. I love New York.
1: She did that. She was also on uh, Big Brother UK, which I didn't really know that yesterday. And my friend set me off to that. And there is an awesome YouTube clip of. um. So David Bowie's ex-wife was also on that show with you her. Mind? No, was no, okay, yeah, yeah. from like a while ago linda and I, bowie sure yeah sure um i forget and so she walked in the room there's like this awesome clip where she just on a, uh, unfortunately found out that david had like david bowie died oh, and yeah. she walks in and she tells new york like david's dead well there was another guy living with them named david and new york thought she meant that david and so new york starts like or tiffany pollard starts like freaking out and just like How was he done? Yeah, and then she gets really mad at her later because she's like, "No, you said David Guest. He was like the guy living with them. You said it was David Guest." And she's like, "No, I just said David. Like
0: my ex husband. I
1: met my ex husband. Yeah, it's
0: it's a lot. It was a lot. Michelle Visage was on Big Brother UK, and I want to see her season because I love Michelle Visage. Okay, Mm
1: -hmm. I I didn't. I mean, I guess I knew there was Big Brother UK, but I've never even thought about."
0: Yeah, Watching I've never it, seen now any of them. I do want to watch it. Right. I
1: watched a lot of clips last night.
0: Good. <laughs> Let me tell you what you're sipping on over there. Good because it's delicious. So it's a rock and rye, not Ooh, to be confused with the like Fago Pop, Faga, Fago Pop soda. Yeah. No, it's right.
1: delicious. I used to get these at the Oakland with my friend Evan.
0: I had never really heard of them until I did my research for my topic today. Yeah. Which they're is, not
1: that far off, really, from like um, was it the Ward Eight? Mm-hmm. Like they're very similar.
0: They're just more like um, sugar or more like syrup. I put like the maraschino syrup in there.
1: Okay, I was gonna say this one's actually a little less sweet than ones I've had, which I like. So
0: because I think originally it was named Rock and Rye because it was like rye and rock candy, but like ain't nobody got time to make rock candy. And like I said, like the only place you're gonna find rock candy to buy is at the like, gas stations above a certain like point up north, than like museums. Or uh, does Craig Brother rock candy? I know they have oh, the candy for sticks. For sure. No, they've got rock candy for sure. Yeah, I'm not going to. Or Frankenmuth.
1: Frankenmuth Frank has a lot of rock candy.
0: Okay. I feel like, like I said, at a certain point up north, you just start finding rock candy in stores because I think it's what the hell just, Yeah, what the hell is going to start selling?
1: Yeah. Um, uh, I like that we're referring to Frankenmuth as up north. I mean, it it's is north from here. Yeah. So like there
0: was a certain point in Michigan, like where the soil changes, and that's why you only see like pine trees above.
1: Okay. I took
0: Yes. Pine trees and rock candy. <laughs> that's all. Um, <laughs> that's all at some point of Michigan. Love and, it. Yeah. But uh, it has a lot to do with our topic today, because in case <sighs> you haven't gathered.
1: I have an idea now.
0: Have you uh, heard of a company called Faygo?
1: Cream soda? Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, I had this idea for an episode after i did the better made i wasn't planning on doing it this closely after but i ended up starting research for fago for some trivia thing Uh
1: uh-huh
0: and so i'm like you know what i'm gonna just do it now because it was more interesting than i thought it was
1: okay i'm here for it i'm very i like this little series going on of
0: detroit brands yeah uh,
1: detroit product yeah Yeah. origins
0: yeah and again not sponsored but if you would like to sponsor us fago Strange at gmail.com, Hit us up. We will take all your free FAGA money. Mm-hmm. Although they're not independent anymore, so yeah, I don't who know owns later. them now? National Beverage Company, I think.
1: Oh, NBC.
0: Yeah. Doom, doom, doom.
1: The more you know.
0: <laughs> that's exactly. not how that song goes at all. I don't remember. We, the tune it's, of it. I think it was on NBC though.
1: I think it was too. That's yeah. why i sang saying it.
0: <laughs> we figured we'll get there eventually. Yeah. But so. Just some like quick facts. They're the reason why we call pop pop, okay. like especially in this part of the Instead U.S. Of soda. Yeah, because um, they invented the twist off top for sodas. Oh, so you hear that? Sh- that's yeah, that's where they got the name from, is because it kind of sounds like a pop. Like guess.
1: Sh- Interesting. I do have a question though. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that you'll have it because some people call it soda pop. Uh-huh. So I always just assumed that we were lazy and not using the word soda anymore, and that's why we called it soda pop. I don't know. Or did the pop get added after pop became a thing? And it was like, these two things mean the same thing. So we're going to use both of them.
0: My guess is the latter that like. They kind of just like, we'll call it pop because there's a twist off thing. And that's the sound it makes. We're going by Pokemon rules. Okay. It says its name. So it's soda pop because it's soda in the bottle, but it pops when you open it. Sure. I don't
1: know. I knew that there was no answer to it. I would, this was That's a the explanation to, we'll like, tell ourselves. Go into Yes. Yeah. I knew this was like dangerous for me to say out loud. I just, I went for it. I'm living life on the edge. Now. Living
0: life on the edge. Dangerous. <laughs> so, what flavor do you think is the highest seller? Ooh. I'm going to narrow it down first and then I'm going to make a final answer. Okay.
1: I'm definitely going to say rock and rye is probably in there. I'm going to also clump red. Okay. Into that. I'm also gonna come cream soda into it. I'm a i am I wish it was cream soda because I do think that's their best one, but I don't think that's it. I hey, I'm gonna go with rock and rye.
0: No, it's actually red pop. So you named <laughs> it. I know. I'm so close. Uh, which was actually one of their original three flavors. Oh, interesting. It was called strawberry soda back then, but um they I can't remember I think I have it in here when they changed the name, but anyway, so Fago's been around since um nineteen oh seven. It was okay. founded by Russian immigrant bakers, Ben and Perry Faginson.
1: Oh, I was just about to say, how did they get to Fago? But now I understand.
0: Yeah. So he was originally known as the Faginson Brothers Bottle Works, which yes. is a long name. It's an unfortunate name. And the three original flavors were fruit punch, strawberry and grape. And they based the three flavors off of frosting recipes they used in other Russia. That's what I said. Fruit punch? Yeah. I, fruit punch soda, apparently,
1: and frosting.
0: That's they, they based it off frosting recipes. No, I get
1: that, but I'm just saying, like, the fact that there was fruit, fruit punch, punch frosting. frosting. Oh, I in think Russia. all of that. Yeah, like
0: maybe this was before communism really set in.
1: Maybe, but still, where are they getting all that fruit from in Russia?
0: That is a very good point. Like, I feel like there should be like potato punch. I'm, well, I'm not saying it should be like beet Soviet frosting or
1: something. <laughs> no, but like something at least like
0: red pop tracks. <laughs> oh (laughs) yeah
1: anyway go on
0: but uh so they started as a small operation like they lived above the bottling facility and delivered with a horse-drawn carriage and i was like isn't that weird to think that like fago was once delivered by a horse-drawn carriage like that thing you get for three liters at a dollar store
1: the only reason i can picture it is because they've had that like throwback series of the glass bottles where you can see them like in you know and then like because we live in detroit you see like there's like here's a wooden six-pack Holder yeah or whatever from and stuff like that. so like i can because of those items like i can easily place them in a horse drawn carriage yeah but it is still like strange to think about
0: oh totally yeah so like the next 10 years was like slow and steady growth like they got were able to hire employees they got houses for themselves and a second horse and carriage Ooh. oh fancy and they added some flavors sassafras soda which is sarsaparilla which is like similar root to root beer it's root beer yeah, yeah. I've made root beer before. Ooh.
1: It was not very good. Oh. <laughs> it took a long time to drink that sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla. Although anytime somebody says sarsaparilla, it reminds me of um, the Big Lebowski. because the guy' telling, it a long time. Oh, uh, the guy I've telling the that, story, he drinks sarsaparilla. While he's telling the story, I
0: believe. Sarsaparilla. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, they also have a flavor called lithiated lemon. Does it have lithium in it? Yes, I Googled it cause I'm like, <gasps> what does that mean? And I was like, so that was also the original name of 7-Up because it contained lithium. And, you know. 7-Way-Up then. Yeah, you know that stuff they use to treat bipolar and depression? Yeah. Lithium.
1: I was going to say, though, is lithium, Um, I mean, I'm aware of lithium, but is it an uh, upper or a downer? Like, I don't really know. I think it's
0: an upper because, like, the name 7up comes from, there were seven ingredients in the drink and the up effect from the lithium. Okay, then, then well, then I'd say it's definitely an upper. Yeah.
1: I thought it was, too, because I feel like. bipolar is very unique to each individual Mm. with bipolar uh obviously a lot of uh and i
0: don't know if they use lithium to treat it still but i know they do okay i
1: only say it because i've known a couple people uh who do use lithium and Uh but i think it's also kind of not necessarily like the first go-to anymore and i think it was maybe more prevalent like back in the day i think now it's a bit stronger than some of the other alternatives so it's kind of like a let's try other things yeah. I believe I could be very completely wrong.
0: I think you're right. That sounds right from what I know. I'm not the. I'll consult a pharmacist later and let you know. Okay.
1: What is that big uh, thing called for medical? MT something, something five? Oh, there's like a big book that like explains.
0: Oh, like the something five. Yeah. I know it's number
1: five. I know it's whatever it is. Mambo number five? Number five. <laughs> yes. Dun, 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 dun just, just like, like
0: na, 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 na. they need to remix that song. And just make it about in
1: your life. Yeah. A little Percocet will set you
0: free. <laughs> a little bit of cocaine in your Coke or knee. little bit of heroin in your children's cough <laughs> syrup. That was like medicine in like the Victorian age. Like, let's put heroin in everything. Yeah. Well, no, it's well,
1: like let's a- put stuff in food that makes people I mean, honestly, we still do this to a certain degree today. It's just not like quote unquote, like prescription drugs or like yeah, um, recreational drugs it's we put all these chemicals and stuff though that That's do true. make people feel a certain way sometimes when eating or drinking certain things
0: it's gonna be like crazy in like 10 like not 10 it's been longer than 10 years but like in like 30 years when they're like I can't believe they used to put fructose and things you know just like okay. shit that like like because I back then they were like oh Red lithium of course three. why wouldn't you put lithium in soda pop mm-hmm. why wouldn't you put this highly psychoactive yeah no for sure ingredient. for for
1: real though like it, it it's yeah
0: I, I don't understand how people got away with this shit in the twenties but also it was the twenties they didn't have I
1: think it was just they different. barely had
0: paper <laughs> records
1: I'm pretty sure they had paper since they had paper in Egypt e- oh I know <laughs> I'm just saying. Egypt but um I they think didn't have they shit. didn't have records for yeah. sure and also like. The communication was very different because yeah. it was all just like written.
0: Extra, words. extra, read all about it. Lithia makes you feel great. Uh-huh. <laughs> Drink Get some lithium. in your soda
1: pop now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but anyway.
1: <laughs> it's terrible.
0: <laughs> I mean, we're just telling it how it, we're not being rude, we're just keeping it real.
1: That's what we do.
0: This is all the reality TV that we've been watching lately. <laughs> Too
1: much flavor flav. Yes. Flavor flav. <laughs> he is <laughs>
0: Gross, but he also says Flavor. He says, oh, my name's Flavor. Uh-huh. And I'm like...
1: I don't know which it is, to be honest. I was, I yeah. was typing it out to my roommate last night, and I was like, is it Flavor or Flavor?
0: That's mad. I don't know his name, but he's wearing a clock. It's lovely. Yeah. You, he was also lovely like a stand-up gal. comedian for a while. Oh, no. Apparently.
1: Oh. I, I read that very briefly somewhere, so like, please you're not... Quote me on that. Probably because his
0: career was very brief.
1: Tell me more about Fago.
0: Yes, we could get back (laughs) to Fago. So in 1921, the brothers realized that Faginson Brothers Bottle Works was too long, and they changed the name to Fago. Smart. And they got a truck to make home deliveries. Smarter. They had a couple more new flavors, vanilla, seltzer water, rock and rye, which actually came from the jazz era drink composed of rock candy and rye whiskey. Oh, which we're drinking. Yeah. Go I wrote rack candy. I just realized rack candy and raw whiskey.
1: Love rack candy. No, rack candy came around in like the 50s when women were trying to
0: like make their boobs bigger. Rack candy.
1: Yes. No, those were like ointments. Like, oh, yeah. Have you ever seen those like old advertisements where it's like.
0: Rub this cream on your tits uh-huh. and they bit bigger.
1: Yeah. I only remember because the movie like now and then features.
0: No, but to, like, I love like the old. It's crazy to see what people used to do. Like, because it's just like. And like I wonder what's going to be considered crazy like
1: smoking the- you'll lose a lot of weight.
0: Put this radium in your hair cuz people guys like when your hair glows. Oh
1: man, the radium you know about the radium girls?
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's that was That's a-
1: such a thing. Oh, if you don't know about it and you google it. Want to cry a little bit. Google it.
0: Yeah, just like beauty standards for women mm-hmm. since all Well, of that time. wasn't
1: they weren't specifically putting yeah. them in their hair but yeah yeah no there's like a lot of stupid things that we've done and we still do to this day i mean i think we're at a place where there's been enough advancements hopefully that we're learning sort of what not to do but even still there's we do stupid stuff all the time there's like oh yeah a million ways to get cancer by living your life like a normal person right now
0: Yeah. oh yeah so they also had a flavor called ace high which was a copy of knee high a different company's soda that's one thing I've kind of like seen with the Fago is like they have a lot of like close but not quite brands or like names, that flavors. Oh, so, no, no. I've
1: seen that before because they, they have how many do you know how many flavors they have total?
0: That's at the end. I'm going to okay, tell you. OK, that's fine. Because it's fun. Um,
1: I just know it's like a lot. Yeah. And I think it's because they're like they are kind of like the
0: um at least they aren't Meyer because Meyer has Encore for Pepsi lovers and Encore for Coke lovers. <laughs> Encore being their generic brand color. Yeah, that's funny. I love that.
1: But I honestly feel like Fago was like one of the first companies to do that where it was just like, Yeah, let's start trying to replicate this other thing. Let's become the um CBS brand.
0: Yeah. First. Well, like, let me take you on a little word journey, real quick, about Nehi. Please do. So it was a line of pops introduced in 1924 by the Cherry Cola Union Bottle Works Company, and in 1920 it was renamed the Nehi Corporation, like because of the popular Nehi beverage.
1: That's a really interesting name because I just keep thinking of pantyhose, and it's spelled N-E-H-I. Oh, like Nehi.
0: Yeah, it, like literally said, like it's pronounced Nehi. No, I I
1: believe you. I know because
0: like- I was like Nehi before. And then I'm like, oh, it's knee-high. But anyway, you've heard of this company. You know this company. You've at least seen them in the dollar store. <laughs> so later, the company reformulated its original beverage, Chero Cola, and changed the name to Royal Crown Cola. RC. RC Cola. I do
1: know RC Cola.
0: So RC Cola did so well, they just decided to rename the company yet again to Royal Crown Cola Co. and rebanded the, knee- the knee-high flavors as RCQ. And I just like, I don't know, this kind of remind me of like uh, the new era chips in the Buttermaid story, how like yeah. there was like this kind of like other brand that they were like kind of competing with. Yeah. No, definitely. So that's just a little bit about Nehi and how they became Royal Crown. But in 1935, that's when the. Not, we... not to be confused with Crown Royale. No, very different. <laughs>
1: that's
0: a Canadian. sweet Canadian whiskey. <laughs> Did you know that Fireball, they don't spell whiskey with an E?
1: No whiskey is sometimes why just why sometimes it's ey it it's it messes. Me it makes me just think
0: that like oh this is like garbage liquor and they have to spell it without an e so they can get away with it calling it whiskey.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's the case, but <laughs> would you be
0: surprised though? It's Fireball. You can get like a handle of it for twenty bucks. Yeah, I mean it's not the. Worst. I love it. I was gonna say it's not the worst
1: though. Like I've definitely had like worse whiskey. Oh in
0: yeah, the world.
1: Uh-huh. I will say the Jack Fire is better than Fireball in my opinion, because it's a little less sweet. I haven't had That's the Jack Beam Fire though. That's the thing. I used to like love Fireball and I was like this is too sweet. It's really sweet. It's
0: like syrup. It's like drinking fructose yeah. corn syrup. And like it's good for t- it's good for taking shots because like but well, it's not a good mixer.
1: Sometimes I've done it. My improv group, when we were going through classes, we used to do it before class shows. Not everybody in the group, but like half the group would do it. Yeah. Just because it was kind of a good little woo, yeah, like moment. But That's Now a I <laughs> now I always use uh, for shows, uh, what is that? blistering strips for the same effect. Okay. <laughs> Except for sometimes they get old and you accidentally get like seven of them in your mouth at the same time. You're like, ooh!
0: Doom in, doom in.
1: <laughs> so awake. So awake.
0: Yes. But 1935, the current
1: bottle location opened. Side note, there should be a Red Hot flavored Fago. Go on.
0: I don't know about that. I would drink a cinnamon soda. I guess maybe like I a cinnamon know.
1: candy soda.
0: Okay, I'm here for it.
1: Yeah, I'd be into that. I would drink that.
0: Fega, if you're listening, sponsor us and also give us credit. We just gave you an idea. Yeah, you're call welcome. It,
1: call it um, Detroit Strange Cinnamon. Yes. <laughs> or Detroit Strange Cinnamon Ball.
0: Yes. We'll, we'll workshop the name. But in the 50s, they created a cartoon character known as the Fago Kid to advertise their old fashioned root beer.
1: Oh, my gosh. I want to see him. Please I'm tell me you have a photo and that we will be posting a photo. Yes. Oh, he's scared. Not what I. First
0: of all, why is he called kid? He's like a 70 year old man with a mustache. I think just like he looks like a bandit. I think he's supposed to be like Billy the Kid, like oh. gunslinger kind of thing. I mean, he's definitely like gunslinger. Yeah. But he looks like
1: old gunslinger.
0: Yeah. He kind of looks like, um, what's the Looney Tunes character with the red mustache?
1: Oh, uh, it's Yosemite Sam. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wharton tarnation? That's I, not how he sounds. I can't remember. I can't think of his voice right now. Do you
1: expect him to take all of my, um, not doubloons? That's pirate
0: gold. Yes. I think it's just gold. <laughs> He's a gold rush, hooting, hollering, yeah, gunslinging.
1: Wouldn't trust so him. Wouldn't,
0: wouldn't trust him with my life or my anything. Oh heavens no. So he was created to advertise their old fashioned root beer in the fifties. And so, you know, do like Fago still was like kind of just like a Metro Detroit thing, but like the population the popularity was kind of increasing mm-hmm. because they started advertising at Tiger Games. And so like people kind of outside the direct Metro Detroit area that were watching the Tigers game were like, What the fuck? I want Fago, like I want I want the stuff they're advertising. Yeah. But they couldn't because of the impurities in the water. The FAGO had a limited shelf life and was only oh. sold in the Detroit area. But in the 60s, they were able to remove the impurities from the water system and bring the shelf life up to about a year. Okay. So they can get a little distribution going. Yeah. Uh, and in 1961, they tried to release Royal Hawaiian Pineapple Orange Soda. That's a lot of words. It's a lot of words. And... But the initial extracts, like the fruit extracts, were not sterilized and the bottles actually started bursting on the shelf, <gasps> Gas gas buildup. So the shit what was exploding, ago? 61. So, like, they're oh. glad the glass bottles and just like pow, pow. I wish there was a video of it, but
1: it's probably too early for Right. I don't think like... people were
0: Snapchatting in yeah. the <laughs> 60s. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to my channel. I just want to show you that these bottles of pop are exploding. It's freaking wild. I got to go to the sock hop later. <laughs> Also stay groovy. What? Also stay groovy. Stay groovy. I said the 50s. Oh, this is the you 60s. 60s. 60s is groovy.
1: 60s starts to be groovy. Towards the end. It gets funky in the 70s, groovy in the 60s. True. Um, In the 50s, it's... Neato. Yes. No, I feel like that's the 40s. You think?
0: Yeah. We'll get our slang together for next episode. We'll
1: try. We'll try.
0: So in 1986, the second generation of the family sells Fago's Tree Sweet products for $105 million. Ooh. Then like less than a year later, Tree Sweet sold the Fago brand to National Beverage Court.
1: Okay. NBC. Yeah. NBC. The
0: more you know. <laughs> and then in 2007, for their 100-year anniversary, they had a label design contest, and the winner was something called Centennial Soda. Oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Some like fourth grade teacher made it up.
1: Congrats to them.
0: Right, she had her dictionary and she looked up all those words: centennial. <laughs> and in 2014, I didn't know this until I read this article. In 2014, they released a flavor called Fago Gold, a ginger ale to rival Verner's. Which, like, how fucking dare you?
1: Oh come on, Fago! I mean, like, come on. Right. Bring it. Thought I liked
0: you. Yeah didn't know you were so sassy yeah but let me read you some of the f- the flavor histories yes I'm so here. i'm here for it alphabetically ace high which is a copy of knee-high soda black cherry which came out in the 50s brow which came out in the 60s and it's a ginger beer b-r-a-u okay, brow
1: oh i get okay that makes for sense i was thinking like it tastes like a face like an <laughs> eyebrow it's is kind of hairy and, uh, and like and like it has mites in it that's yeah, microscopic. yeah can't see
0: centennial soda chateau fagu which is spelled oh. f-a-y-g-a-u-x does it taste like perfume no it's non-alcoholic <laughs> wine like soda which like no
1: <laughs> no the whole point of wine is wine Right, like also chocolate wine.
0: No thanks. No, it's so gross. It looks so bad. It is. Like, I mean,
1: I've had. I had to try it at least once, and it's
0: not good. My friend told me what it tasted like, and I'm like, I will never. I can't. I shan't. I it won't. tastes like warm pudding. oh
1: Exactly. I mean, like i, mean, I like warm you chill pudding, it, but even like, if you chill it, it tastes like warm. I gotta go. I gotta go. (laughs) To the bathroom after drinking that? Yes. Yes.
0: I gotta go to the store and get me some right now. (laughs) Chocolate cream soda from the 40s. Cream soda.
1: Yes!
0: Fruit punch was one of the original flavors. Fago gold, like the the verse Uh, not off. Grape. Lithiated lemon. Ohana. Which is, like their low is pineapple
1: cal- one, right?
0: I think it's just like they're low calorie and like now like their non-carbonated line.
1: It's a whole line. I thought it was a flavor.
0: I think like I think it was, but now it's like I don't know because I see like Ohana branded beverages and they're all like kind of just like fruit punch, oh, lemonade, okay. Okay. um, Red Pop, of course, one of the original flavors, and it was strawberry soda up until like the '60s, then they changed the name to Red Pop.
1: That' was a good change, I think
0: I think so too. uh rock and rye, like I said, the jazz age drink inspired one root beer from the forties in uh, the sixties, they had the royal line, which was where like the Hawaiian pineapple orange came in, okay, sassafras soda, tango, which is squirt inspired
1: oh okay,
0: uptown, which was a lemon line soda in the forties, inspired by seven up
1: uptown soda.
0: You've been living <laughs> in, in, in your uptown soda, soda world. world. <laughs> they had a vanilla flavored soda in the 20s, which I don't know how I feel about that. Like Nilla wafer? Just vanilla.
1: Oh, vanilla. I thought you just said vanilla.
0: No. They had frosh in the early 60s. Isn't
1: cream soda basically vanilla soda?
0: I don't know. Okay,
1: go on. Sorry.
0: That's okay. That's, I mean, that's what I thought. See, some of these flavors, I'm like, I think that's already a thing, but that also just sounds gross. Mm-hmm. Frosh which was in the early 60s, was a Fresca imitation.
1: Um, that's a dumb name. Fresca's delicious, though.
0: Moonshine in the early 60s, which was a Mountain Dew-inspired, which was discontinued, then later revived as Moon Mist. I was going to
1: say, is it Moon Mist now? I think it's Moon okay. Mist now.
0: Dr. Fago from the early 60s. A I Dr. wonder Pepper. which one
1: that was trying yeah. to mimic.
0: Dr. Pepper and Spider, originally called Dr. Mort after Mort Fagenson, the company's like the, the company's then president. Okay.
1: For some reason that made me like put my my arms on my like hip, hips and right. like a stance, like, come on, son. Come on. What do you what are you thinking?
0: Right. I like this one, Eve from the nineteen sixties, an apple flavored soda. Nope. That's funny. I nope. like that. You don't like that? No. Nope. Okay.
1: I mean, the name's cute, but apple soda in general, just like the idea of it. Really?
0: It Have you ever had like Jones green apple soda?
1: Um, no. But delicious. I also, well, here's the thing. Are I you don't an apple like, person? I don't like green apple flavored things.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's I fair. like
1: actual apples. What about
0: like the caramel apple suckers?
1: Once every like three years, I'll, I'd like one. But then like it's too much if I've had one in the past three years.
0: Okay, fair. Also, uh, they
1: hurt my teeth. Fair. Because I'm a
0: oh uh, yeah, yeah they stick
1: yeah I mean like I can I've learned to suck this is terrible
0: <laughs> have you
1: <laughs> like I'm like okay with it but I <laughs> that just that's um anyway uh
0: rhubarb was another flavor of soda they had oh, that
1: sounds fine I like rhubarb. I'm not
0: convinced rhubarb isn't just red celery
1: I like rhubarb
0: yeah it's tart it's good. I just, it looks like red celery. It does, but it doesn't taste like it. It's, it's more tart. And they had coconut cream. They also just had an apple flavor one. Like, how dare you? You already had one called Eve that was apple flavored.
1: Wait, what? Is it just called apple? Yeah. Just oh, apple. Lame sauce.
0: Right? But anyway, good or bad, Fago. you know, it has some pop culture significance. I mean, I love Fago. They have their problems, but I love them.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have a Fago tattoo.
0: Do you really? No. No. <laughs> You would believe me. That was fun. That should have been your two <laughs> truth
1: and the
0: lie. I've been had. This episode's over. I'm just kidding. So in 2009, Bon Appetit magazine named it the best tasting American root beer. Oh, hey. Yeah. um no, But over. uh Juggalos, you know what Juggalos uh, yeah, are? Yeah, they
1: love them, fago
0: Juggalos love it. And it's so I did a little, hilarious. I did a little deep dive into juggalos. Cause yes, I was like,
1: please do, please do.
0: Yes. So ICP, which stands for insane clown posse mm-hmm. is a Detroit horrorcore, a form of hardcore hip hop. Mm-hmm. Cause it's a hard, horrorcore horror core duo consisting of violent J and shaggy too dope,
1: which if you're not familiar with ICP. I mean, you probably are. But if you're not like, just do yourself a favor. Pause right now. Look up a photo because the rest of whatever I don't even know what he's going to say. But the rest of whatever Alex is going to say is going to make way more sense if you see a photo.
0: Yeah, they kind of like do like weird, like black and white clown makeup. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like also
1: look up juggalos because a photo like the whole thing is going to make a lot more sense with visual references.
0: Yes. And we'll post a picture when we post yeah. an episode. So like ICP, they're known for their elaborate live performances. Fago is mentioned in a few of their songs and at an early show, Violent J threw an open bottle at a group of hecklers in the front. And so the audience loved it so much that the band just started spraying Fago at every show and it became like the Fago shower in juggalo culture. So it's like a thing in their culture now.
1: Uh-huh. I've envisioned, I mean, I've never experienced it. Um, I it's don't very think, sticky. I don't think I'd I've enough intensity
0: to like experience that I would just be mad because I've been sprayed with a hams beer before, and that was already not pleasant enough.
1: I think did I see that?
0: Yeah, yes, I was I um it was at planet and Aunt. it was yes. during a Hello Ham tram yes, I think. Which I love. Yeah, uh, I love that suit. I love it too, but I was just like really. Like I yes. <laughs> love it, but also don't fucking spray with hams anymore. Um, except for please do
1: spray him with hams because it was hilarious and I loved it. Um How dare that's you? just me.
0: Good chest anyway, next time. Sure. Uh, <laughs> she's looking for a hot golden ham shower
1: no I'm just like imagining like terrible music videos like um what is it like um isn't it in that like she's my chair pie
0: that's exactly what I was thinking too just that but just like fucking being sprayed with hams uh, <laughs> she's my cheap ass beer
1: <laughs> oh it makes me laugh really hard right. um but yeah I don't I don't I think honestly beer would probably be weirdly better than soda for some reason because it wouldn't like be as sticky. sticky but like yeah it'd be sticky would be but not as stick. sticky
0: i feel like if so, if you, after a fago shot you're just you're that's your lifetime you're stuck there you're just there. stick yeah so i had to like look into like what exactly is a juggalo and it's a fan of icp or any other band on psychopathic records which was partially founded by icb and based in farmington hills
1: okay I knew so it's, it's a record label was-
0: based in farmington hills fun yeah and the term was originated in 1994 when Violent J addressed the crowd as Juggalos after their song, The Juggla. Yeah. A little A to B there. And How to Spot a Juggalo, they're wearing... <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> how to Spot a Juggalo. They're wearing... One. <laughs> they're wearing hatchet gear, which is things with a record label Hatchet Man logo on it. Okay. The spider leg style of spiky hair, like, you know, like the really thin, twisty spikes Mm -hmm. everywhere. I went to one of my friends in middle school had it and he was obsessed with ICP. And I'm like, cool. (laughs) He had a birthday at Zapstone, It was awesome. (laughs) But he also wore trap pants. They display the sign of the wicked clown, which is a West Side W on one hand. Wait, there we go. You almost got it. Yeah. And an ASLC on the other hand. I can't remember what the C is. And and then you cross your arms. Oh. Um, whoop whoop calls.
1: <laughs> I, I know what a whoop whoop sound is, but I don't know if I'm like, apparently, like,
0: it correct. they will whoop whoop. And if there's other jugglers, they will whoop whoop and reply. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Whoop <laughs> whoop. Just we're not jugglers. We're culturally appropriating them. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. I didn't mean to do that. It's okay. I wonder if they, they give like different tonation if there's an actual dialogue that is formed by the whoop- whoops.:
0: Like that's our secret language, Whoop whoop, 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 whoop. Whoop, whoop, whoop.
1: whoop.
0: whoop. They also have a tongue-in-cheek obsession with murder by blades. Oh. Which I was like, "You know what I'm okay with because it's not guns. you know? Yeah. Like, honestly, we need more blades and less guns in this country.:
1: I'm okay with less both so for sure but it's just because i'm like terrified of everything yeah and not really
0: violent. i'm less afraid of a blade than a gun though
1: i am and i'm not i mean like i guess it matters on the proximity. i'm i'm true. less afraid of a, a blade than a gun for sure but it doesn't mean i'm not afraid of a blade true and i think um a blade can be a lot gorier unfortunately like there's like yeah. a lot more goriness associated with like because a blade. there's a weird closeness with a blade too yeah so it's like more of an intimate thing
0: but nobody's like taking out an entire concert with a blade.
1: No, but that's what I mean. Like, it's more intimate. Like, it's more yeah. like directed towards you specifically. It's more
0: intimate. Mm. Such a nice intimate uh. experience. Being murdered by a blade.
1: Uh. Anyway. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> that's so gross. I'm so sorry that just happened.
0: No, it's okay. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, so ICP and other horrorcore lyrics can be seen as violent, but juggalos think of them as catharsis for aggression. Okay. No. I mean,
1: it's. I, this is not a judgment, and like everybody should like what they like. Everybody should be part of whatever right. culture they choose to be a culture or part. part blah, blah, blah. Let me say that again. Everybody should be part of whatever culture that they choose to be a part of, and that's great. And as, as long as they're not right, whatever hurting makes other you people,
0: feel, I don't exactly care. whatever makes you feel as a part of something. Yeah. So a lot of the Juggalo culture comes from Violent J and his brother's upbringing because they were like I guess like very poor growing up, and they were made fun of a lot for it. And so instead of letting it get to them, they kind of like. Decided to embrace it and be proud of it. So that's where I feel like, I'm like you know. Like a little that's good. Yeah. That's beautiful, actually. Yeah. And so like, they do do some good, too. Like, there's actually Juggalo Charities.
1: I have heard of that. Yeah.
0: Like, there's the Dead Stephanie Memorial Cleanup. Mm-hmm. Which despite the name is a good thing, I guess. I like, guess there's like a Florida the Florida juggalos pick up trash in honor of a dead high school girl. Oh. This girl died of diabetes. Oh,
1: okay. no, that's nice. Right. I do feel collectively as a whole, like it actually is a pretty good community. Like for the most there's like bad eggs. But not like a f- not a ton of Juggalos, but like the few I have known like
0: are good people. Right. Like, they just this is what makes them feel a part of something. And yeah. like if that's what they need, that's what they need. Just I'm like we do improv. Yeah, honestly, I'm not sure what's worse.
1: Um, I know we have our whole, we have our own little thing going on in our community too. Right. Love y'all, but we're weird. We'll have to make a list (laughs) of like how to
0: spot an improviser.
1: Oh, I'm sure there's some listicles about that already.
0: Oh my gosh, zip zip, steps up They're talking about the show they were in this one time.
1: Bits bits bits.
0: uh Bits bits yeah what we'll next? come up with a decisive list for our next episode of how to spot a Stop improviser seeing
1: things that might <laughs> not no happen. I'll make it happen okay, okay.
0: <laughs> but so another charity is the Hatchet house in Buffalo, New York, okay, and the jugglers there formed an outreach program that cleans up, runs the hatchet house, which is like i think just like a i don't know, but they have a twenty four seven crisis line for the community, and like it's like the headquarters of their volunteer efforts
1: okay, that's really nice, yeah.
0: There's also jugglers making a difference, which is an organization in Denver, but there weren't many details. Mm-hmm. There's also um, the gathering, the gathering of the jugglers, which is a festival founded in 2000. Overall, since its foundation, it's had over a hundred thousand members, like hundred thousand like participants. Mm-hmm. And the peak was in 2010 with twenty thousand people at the festival that year. Wow! Yeah. And, like, also, if you want to know more, in 2012, Vice released a short documentary about them. So, like, check it out. I actually really like the Vice documentaries. They're, like, just, like, a good amount of time. And, yeah. like, they're usually, like interesting. I've so. seen a few.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would agree.
0: Unfortunately, there have been four deaths at these festivals. Oh, well. One was heat-related, one person drowned, and there were two drug-related deaths.
1: I That's... It's all terrible, but it's really not... um I think like
0: every festival has Yeah. Its I was issues. say
1: you can't I, I would never ever ever in a million years like pinpoint. I feel like, on, like how many actual, people think like, event people have died like, at Burning anything?
0: Man. I feel like more people have died at Burning Man.
1: Or like Coachella.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh that's
1: crap at both of those.
0: I don't like music festivals, to be honest.
1: You know what? I used I can't to think I did. That won't. I used to think I did. I've been to like a few, but honestly, I don't think it's for me anymore. I love camping. Yeah. I like live music. I don't want to camp while listening to live music, and everybody's just like wandering around on something. Like, so this is it's just like a concert me. for
0: like thirty days. I went
1: to Woodstock '99. Interesting. Yes, uh, I was like sixteen, and I went with my best friend in high, like my high school best friend, yeah. and our dads went with us. Fun. I was kind of good after that because, like, literally, like. So with the, I feel
0: like that's kind of like, I've reached the pinnacle. I got to tap out. I went to Woodstock. Yeah, but that was like
1: where everybody just like, everything went to crap after a couple of days. Like, we left early because our dads were basically like, our 16-year-old daughters are not going to be here anymore. Yeah. Uh, so we left and went to a Cracker Barrel. But
0: Full like, circle.
1: Yeah. But like, we saw, so the guy in the tent next to us, like. We were walking back from one of the shows. I want to say it was like we had just seen like Metallica or something. And we walked back and there was a guy like on top of a semi-truck trailer, like masturbating, like full new with a (laughs) cowboy hat on.
0: And then the next morning,
1: like we all woke up and these people were talking about their friend being asleep. And they're like, he's wearing nothing but a cowboy hat. And then it turned out that guy woke up and he was the guy we just like.
0: At least he woke up. I was imagining the story ended up with and then Mm. he died. I
1: did see a girl though OD in front of me. Possibly like it smelled like opium. I learned what opium smelled like at Woodstock 99. Cool. But I did see a girl like get drug out like of the crowd because she she had OD'd on something. And it was like a terrifying moment where I was just like, honestly, I've never been like a super large recreational drug user. Like I've dabbled a little bit, but like I think seeing all that crap when I was like 16, I was like, that's probably just not for me. Yeah. Oh, I'm good. I'm good in it. I don't never need to smoke opium now. It smelled lovely though. I do remember being like, oh, it smells really nice. But then yeah. like uh, I'm pretty sure that happened like very shortly after that and stuff. But it was a f- I mean, it was like still like a fun time, but it was just like a lot. I don't ever want to see nude people with my father. Yeah. For example. Also, the porta potties were real gross there. And I was raised in porta potties, so I that makes it yeah. sound like I only had porta potties growing up. That is not true at all. But yeah. I had exposure to a lot of them growing up. And I
0: was just leaving, like, oh, no, those are, I will not.
1: Those are special. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like, I have a lot of music festival friends. I'd I rather like, spend my money on other, right. I'd rather go camping one weekend with my friends and then maybe go to like Chicago one concert with concert. one artist
0: I really like. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't need like all these artists that I don't really care about than like the one I'm actually. There well, for. they're
1: expensive.
0: Yeah, because they have all these artists you don't care about and the one you actually want to see. Just mm-hmm. go to that one we want to see's concert. But I do have some celebrities that have claimed to be juggalos, and yes. I think the list will make you laugh. I, give it to me. This one I don't know, but Kung Fu Vampires, uh, which I think is a band. I don't know. I don't great. know who they are, but I'm just like that was funny. But here's two you've actually heard of. Okay, Vanilla Ice.
1: Ice, ice, baby.
0: Yes, <laughs> he's apparently claimed to be a juggalo.
1: Interesting. I would also like to see him in the makeup.
0: Charlie Sheen. Nothing what? is less shocking to me than he's claimed juggalo. Like, what? Like, I'm just kind of like, cool. Yeah. What else has been claimed? Have we
1: Google search Charlie Sheen juggalo yet. Like, can we find him in makeup? He's such an interesting I don't get him. He went to the high school that I used to teach at. Really? Yeah, he went to uh, Santa Monica High School. There's a baseball field named after him.
0: He went to the gathering in 2011. Oh, hey. Okay. Charlie Sheen cheered, booed, pelted at the gathering of the Juggalos.
1: Oh, everybody was so confused by him.
0: (laughs) Nobody was here for Charlie Sheen. They were like, why is he here? He's not a Juggalo. Damn, poor Charlie. No, I'm not going to say probably He does what he's done.
1: He's had some choices in life. They've not been great. We don't need to get into him because I could probably go on
0: carlos estevez we are not here for you that's his birth name
1: i did know that actually
0: yeah um,
1: I, I couldn't have told you that off the because what's this Emilio estevez is his yeah. brother i'm a much bigger Emilio estevez fan mighty ducks woot woot never seen it okay uh breakfast club woot woot yes i have seen there one. we go <laughs> the 80s woot woot Now I'm going to look up Emilio Estevez.
0: I I know who he is. I know who he is. I don't care.
1: I'm still looking it up.
0: Okay. While you're doing that, I'm going to list my sources as a Wikipedia, radio.com, historicaldetroit.org, and the Detroit Free Press. Those are good sources. Yeah. That's it. That's a wrap on Faygo. That was good.
1: Again, I like this little product series. I think it's fun. Yeah. Because a lot of people, I mean, like we are all proud of our Detroit products. and Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, are you ready for some Two Truths and a Lie while I bring them up?
0: I am. (laughs) Bongo transition. It's
1: already actually been brought up a little bit. My Two Truths and a Lie are about Mr. Flavor Flav.
0: Uh, Yes, I'm here for it.
1: So, number one. The New York musician was infamous for being a troublemaker. He had accidentally set ablaze his family's home while playing with lighters. Uh Uh-huh. Number two. Flavor Flav was a ninth grade school dropout. However, he managed to complete his graduation in 1979. And number three, it was during his graduation days, he came in contact with Carlton Reidenhauer, who later took up the stage name Chuck D. Chuck and Flav's love for music laid the foundation stone for their friendship. Yes, those are my three. Okay. Troublemaker set... um, of uh, home ablaze with lighters uh, ninth grade dropout completed in 1979 though or while graduating came in contact with Chuck D who I believe was a public enemy
0: I'm gonna go with the second one middle one and why I don't know I feel like that's just the one because I feel I could see him burning down a house <laughs> for sure okay And I could also see him meeting Wayne D or Chuck D D at graduation.
1: Um, So, yes, he was actually an 11th school grade school dropout. So Uh. a couple of years later, and he managed to complete his graduation in 1978, Uh. 79. And he was actually a culinary school graduate. He started cooking and worked at several restaurants. I guess I could
0: see that. I don't know.
1: It's interesting. Well, I feel like. I feel like there's so a lot of people who like do something performance based, whether it's like music or acting or whatever, like there's a lot of crossover. But I actually feel the culinary world to a certain degree has a lot of crossover too, just because yeah. it's like
0: they're all a very like similar cre- schedule too.
1: <laughs> similar schedule and they're all a very creative-based yeah. thing. So like it actually makes a lot of sense to me that maybe he yeah. started his journey in the culinary arts. Um, but then in the third one, uh, so actually it's interesting because Chuck D was studying graphic design. Interesting. At the same university, and Flavor Flav had enrolled for a bachelor's degree program in business and radio communications. Interesting. And then they just started like working on music, and they started a hip hop radio show. And then they actually they graduated and worked as delivery boys for Chuck D's father's business for a while. And again, I'm going to look this up really quick, but I believe Chuck D is one of the other Public Enemy. Yeah. Uh, founders. Yes, he definitely was uh, American rapper, author, and producer, and leader of the rap group Public Enemy. Okay. So basically public enemy might be formed because these two. I like that. Met in these conditions. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Check us out on our social medias at Detroit Strange at, G or at, uh, at Detroit Strange on Instagram and Twitter. Smooth. I know.
1: Uh, you can also email us at Detroit Strange at com
0: and just Detroit Strange at Facebook.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, you can, you know, subscribe. Yeah. Rate.
0: Review.
1: Re- review for sure. You know, if you if you have some problems with us, we'd rather you email them to us because like we're always working on ourselves. Right. Not to say you have to go and review a five star. We're not we're not trying to do that or anything. But, you know, if you could stay away from like the one, we would love all that. Also, we would love if you would check out December 9th episode, which is actually coming out tomorrow when we're recording. But we'll be coming out the next day. Yeah. But Go check out Michael Dupree Variety Hour. Yeah, we're on it. It's going to be good.
0: And also, we have one last chance to plug our live show because it's this Friday.
1: It's going to be so fun. Um, We're actually going to go rewatch It Follows in a a second right now just so that we can come with our best game. Yeah. Uh, We're excited for the show. We're excited to have your faces in the room with our faces.
0: Yes. Have some people who worked in the movie. Yeah. If you've seen it, come watch it again. If you've never seen it. Come watch it because it's a great movie.
1: Mm-hmm. You're gonna be a fan. And honestly, this 20 years from now, this film will have a cult following. It's too it right does. now. I, I think it, it does, but like I think I it's think gonna it's, have a very strong one.
0: Oh, for sure. And it's cool too, just because like, oh, like that definitely looks like Metro Detroit when you're just watching it. Cause it's like you can tell it was filmed around here. And I think that's cool.
1: Um also one more tiny plug. Yeah. That will be after the show as well. Uh December 18th. Yes. You should this a little different, but you can come uh, see Dusty Bunny presents, which is an improv um, group hosting a variety show. So it's not just improv. Uh, And we're doing a monthly or a we do a monthly show, but this is our holiday spectacular. And so there is a got
0: some great light up. Yeah, I'm not just saying because I'm part of it this (laughs) this month. But also, like, we've got some great stand-ups. Well, we've got
1: Esther Navarez and Jeff Horst coming from Los Angeles. It's so funny and such lovely people. Them. Them they both have yes. lots of presence online. Um, Jeff's been on Comedy Central a couple times. Uh, they're both just, like, fantastic
0: people. They just so funny and so nice. Yeah, and
1: they're actually going to have a tiny bit uh, in our sketch, too. We've got some cameos in this yes, this for sure. Uh, Alex is going to be in it yeah i saw the outfit it's coming together fabulously you'll yes. be surprised it'll be lovely it's um gonna be a lot of fun there's also gonna be a little bit more improv there's gonna be uh a comedy musical act during yes. the show too, which i don't know the full extent of but i heard some tidbits about it yesterday it's gonna be funny Ooh. um there you know and it will be fun yeah. and it's free yeah, So it's uh, December 18th which is a Wednesday. Doors are at 7 starts at 7.30. We would just love to see people there.
0: Yeah So check all these things out and uh, we hope to see you at some of these things
1: Yeah, so really, there's nothing else to say except for until next time
0: Stay strange, Detroit.
1: Yeah <laughs> Why did I? Yeah
0: Because it felt right
1: This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast powered by Pinecast our theme song was created by Sex and Violence.